We've got the Bernie Kosar Show, Victory Monday. Let's go. We got another one with us. We are joined by the legend himself, Bernie Kosar, alongside the top dog, Hanford Dixon. Welcome in. Hey, it's good to be here on a Victory Monday. It wasn't as aesthetically pleasing from an offensive perspective <laughs> there, top dog, as us offensive quarterbacks would like to have had. But I think of our late great coach, Marty Schottenheimer, and what he used to say when you got to December. All that matters in December, it doesn't matter what it looks like, just somehow, someway, get that W. Again, wasn't pretty yesterday. Top dog, we got a W. It was a pretty at all. Did I hear you say offense? 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 Did I see any offense at <laughs> all yesterday? Yes, you, you, you said <laughs> we like, saw both teams yeah. set offense back multiple <laughs> decades yesterday. <laughs> and from wanting to be Victory Monday and looking at this from the positive perspective, uh, it sets up it sets up a magnitude for the Battle of Ohio, a must win for us this upcoming Sunday. Well, one thing I agree with you about, boy, we got to win. It does not matter how... How we got it or how we came upon it, we had we got a win, and that's the most important thing. And I'll tell you what, man, this team uh, showed up. I'm talking about special teams and talking about the defense because that's where the points pretty much came for. If we'd have been waiting on them to come uh, from the offense, we'd still be waiting. But I can't wait to hear you, and I know we're going to get into it a little bit later, but your take on uh, Deshaun and that performance and where he well, is Well, absolutely. Right now. We'll be talking about Deshaun. <laughs> and, and, hey, and to start out today, though, just like you're saying, to, to be sitting here on Victory Monday and to think that it would have been for what we've been talking about all season to see such a dominant performance by our defense yesterday and then such a winning performance game-changing big plays uh, on the big play network here big plays from our special teams yesterday donovan peoples jones um, making making massive strides yesterday and we're going to talk about tony fields i mean where the hell did he come from i'll tell you where he came uh, from i tony, knew you wanted to say that tony I knew. Fields, man, for all the people that have no life, and you go back to the NFL draft being here in Cleveland, Ohio. It was awesome in the fifth round. I had the honor of being able to make that selection here in Cleveland during that draft. But for him yesterday, to force a fumble where Denzel brings it back for a touchdown, and then for him to um, make an interception and run it back for six, what a great way to get make his introduction into this. Um, I tell you what, though, he, he took a hit in the chest. I mean, I'm so glad to see him come through with uh, the plays that he came through because he deserved it. All right, Gab, what you got? All right, let's get right into our opening drive. I know there's so much to talk about. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious now that we've seen Deshaun out there first time in quite a while. I think we we saw a little rusty performance. So let's get your initial reactions on Deshaun. We know that he was 12 for 22, 131 yards. Obviously, no touchdowns, had that interception. What do you think? Well, I, I got a little sidetracked how stylish you look in that 19 jersey there. <laughs> I see with the holiday season's coming in, I don't want to make a big promotion here, but I've been getting a lot of talk about the jerseys and stuff. My asking about this jersey. Right. People right. actually want to know where they can go get the uh, number 19 here pointing at you, huh? Can I have to get that at the Big Play Network or at Cozar19.com, all right, for your holiday, your holiday needs. Huh? Right Look there. at that young guy up there, huh? 
So I dapper. Love- <laughs> oh, hey. man, that's funny. You <laughs> he, you know, nobody had to pay me to wear this shirt. I'm doing it out of the goodness of my it looks heart. Better Hanford, on I got to get I know. one of you. I know. I know. <laughs> we we got to get you a 292. And, yes, sir. And we can make a little levity about that. And it's awesome to be making a little levity to the Deshaun Watson question. Yeah. On a victory Monday, when you end up going, when you end up having a game like that, where you're 12 for 22, 131 yards, um, seven rushes, 21 yards, one interception, to have a game like that, to not play, to be rusty like that, but still to end up with that W um, is very fortunate today, very refreshing, and probably pretty expected. I mean, the footwork there was, it was very telling and it almost brought back flashback memories for me of the challenge of playing quarterback in this game. You know, there was 700 days uh, in between his games um, this past Sunday. And to see the rustiness, to see his, the footwork not correlating to with his arm and the throw and um, it's lucky. We're lucky to get a W with that type of yes, offensive performance. I was going to say, a lot of people were talking about the underthrows. How does the footwork play into that, and how is that connected from your standpoint? Yeah, the underthrows, the short throws, being off balance. I mean, uh, we talked about it in the show last week that, yes, uh, Deshaun's uh, athleticism is, is so special, but the ability to have the, the RPOs, it was just almost expected that we were going to throw lots of RPOs. But the ability to make your reads, to make your understanding, to mentally understand what you're doing, and then to have your body physically to be able to do it, to have your footwork under you, to have that presence in the pocket, easier said than done. You you can practice all you want, but top dog, you know, from a a defensive back perspective, it's one thing. From a quarterback perspective, it's absolutely another. There's no simulation to the game unless it's the game you can't practice the threat of getting hit the threat of getting killed by a defensive line they're not doing that in practice they are doing it in the game and we saw yesterday with Deshaun there's no there's 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 no simulation to that live game contact that live game timing and the timing wasn't there his footwork was off so in turn when your footwork's off and you're rushing yourself you're you're and bluntly, your body, your core, your ass isn't underneath you, and you're out of you're out of mechanical um, um, steps. I was I wasn't as athletic as Deshaun, so I kind of practiced at being in uncomfortable, awkward positions. Again, I don't think Deshaun has been in that many spots, and he hasn't been in it in almost two years. Right, and it showed yesterday. Right, right. It, it, there's no doubt about it, and. And I think, uh, I, I think if he would be honest with himself, I think he would be the first one to say that he's surprised, or he was surprised of how rusty he really was. Because uh, when you look at it, just like we talk about a lot of those throws, I mean, they were just practically in the dirt coming off some of those RPOs. And I think he was really excited when he had an opportunity to run, to gain some yards, because that took a lot of pressure uh, off of him, uh, one particular play, I know he was just shocked. You remember uh, when we were down, we were going to score, and uh, I think the uh, safety, uh, I think it was Pierce, I want to say his name was, Pierce the safety, or maybe, that's, I don't have the name right. But anyway, what he did was he baited Deshaun into throwing that ball across the middle in the uh, near the end zone, and the uh, safety act like he was uh, going – with the receiver coming across okay. his face, and then he 
fake like he was going and then and he, he came off him. Came off of yeah. right and uh, intercept the ball. So I think Hey, uh, and we talked about this yeah. last week is the Houston Texans were the number are the number one team in the league at doing two deep five under yeah. coverage, especially in the red zone and stuff. So we had talked about that. That's a, not a, uh, a coverage that's conducive to stopping the run. So us being a fantastic running team, Houston being a poor rush defense, that they were going to alter that play and probably get away from the two split safeties, which is uh, hard to stop the run, and then bring the one safety into the middle and bring the other yeah, safety yeah, down. Yeah. That's exactly what they were doing there. And and that was actually a play-action pass by the Browns. So Deshaun had to turn his back to the line of scrimmage, anticipating a two-deep split safety. And when he's doing a good play-action fake, he turns his back like I'm turning to the camera, loses, uh, yeah. loses uh, sight of the deep safety here, and then doesn't That's, pick him up when he turns and, his head back and, around. And, and we have to face it, though. Houston is a bad football team. I mean, they're not a good football team at all. I, I, I mean, I thought, you know, and this, uh, what is Kyle Allen? Is that his name? Kyle yeah. Allen struggled. Yesterday. I mean, Jeez. he was just absolute. I mean, the throw for thirty nine, two hundred and one yards. Wasn't even he close. Had, he he was sailing balls. He had some good sixteen yard intermediate square, and yeah. fortunately for us, yeah, over overthrowing the ball yesterday and um i wish we had the angry ken meter because we we've talked somewhat in the, uh, of our play calling and some of the coaching decisions yesterday yeah. boy offensively yesterday some of the the play calling the fourth of one pass by the houston texans What's played right crazy? fantastic goal line stand by our defense <laughs> so let's not take away from them stopping them but play calling for a for uh, the Browns' run defense to be challenged like it's been all season, for Houston to be a running team, and then for a Tom Brady to do a play-action pass against us last week that worked, you know a pro defense will practice that. They will um, not let the same play tend to beat them back-to-back weeks. So for, for Houston to run the same play to the other side of the field that – that uh, Tom Brady ran against us. You know that Joe Woods was going to practice against that, anticipate that, and then to do that was really a nice And gift. I'll say this, and I'll say this about their football team, and you talking about obviously we know they can run the ball. they got a good running back. And they had it like first and goal, first and goal. Instead of them trying to run the football, you're exactly right. They came out with the first two passes and then they're going to come out and try to run the ball man are you guys have you guys lost it man i'm sitting there watching the game and me i could play offensive coordinator and, and get this done and get us get them in the end zone yeah i thought they were trying to oh, solidify that number one pick in the draft <laughs> <laughs> and for you mentioned it last week on the show this was the perfect opponent for deshaun watson to to get his feet wet in the nfl once again you called it yeah <laughs> because you're right that team was bad oh it's a bad bad football team and 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 they have a bad bad defense and uh, obviously we needed this game to get him uh, get his feet underneath him and get him headed in the right direction but uh thank goodness and thank god for the special teams thank goodness mm -hmm. for the uh uh defense, defense. And, and, and thank god too it's it's december i mean 
to get a vic- an NFL victory in December for Deshaun not to have played in 700 yeah. days. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, he's disappointed. The offense is probably disappointed. But again, it's to the Jimmy Johnson statement somehow, some way, get it, it done. To get a W to Marty Schottenheimer. All that matters is a W. They got this game out of our system. <laughs> he got the experience. Almost like it is a preseason game for him to get some of his his um, uh, yeah, and, and Bernie kind of pocket presence. Talking about that, like so, Browns fans in general, if you kind of read the room, everyone thought that Deshaun was going to have rust. I think it was worse than people thought. With some of Hanford, you're talking about some of those throws in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, we're watching this game. We're like. We got some trouble here, and this is a must-win game now for, you know, against the Bengals. I know we've had their number, but we have to win this game. Is there any thought like, okay, Deshaun is way rustier than we thought. It's preseason. He hasn't played in over 700 games. Do, Do we need to maybe look at if he struggles in the beginning of this game putting Jacoby in? Well, I, I actually uh, loved Deshaun's statement about how he said, I ha- my body feels like it hasn't played in 700 days. So, you know, I want to give him my non-narcotic spray relief, okay, to get him healthy and stuff. Well, okay? stay, away, would... stay away from the pain medication, okay? I, I know how to get away from that yeah. now and get yourself healthy after all those hits and stuff. But, um, you know, some people were talking to me about that, about um, – should Jacoby be ready to go? Should we be questioning Deshaun? And there's look at Deshaun is the quarterback short term and for sure of the long term. And he hasn't played in 700 days. That really should be expected a performance more towards what happened Sunday than being a, a perfect quarterback like in Disney World we would have expected and stuff. I love how Jacoby's been playing, but not just the financial commitment that's been made, uh, the upside of Deshaun Watson and what the commitment is to the team. Um, you, you don't want to start with those type of thoughts. And I agree. I, I say absolutely not. I mean, Deshaun is the quarterback. He's our quarterback right now going forward. I mean, obviously we paid this guy a lot of money, uh, guaranteed a lot of money to him. And uh, we're thankful for what Jacoby did for this football team. But no, no, no. When you look at it, when you're talking about talent, I mean, Deshaun, and I'm not saying, I want to say this in a right way, no uh, no attack on Jacoby. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but you're talking about Deshaun Watson here. He is the guy, and, and we have to keep him in there. We have to keep him going because I'm telling you, you guys have to understand, once he get going, oh, you're going to see a totally, totally difference in that arm and his feet, the way he could do it with his feet. So to answer your question, no. No thought in the back of my mind, your mind. I don't think the coach's mind. If anything happens, well, unless Deshaun get hurt or something, he can't go, then we'll bring him in. But other than that, no. I mean, last week uh, we had a 4.8% chance of making it to the playoffs. Um, we – we won yesterday. That Those chances increased a little bit. Um, unfortunately, the whole AFC North <laughs> won yesterday and stuff. But realistically, statistically, it doesn't look great for the playoffs. Um, I'm still one of those guys. I want to look positively. I want to look at us. And as the players and coaches and organization, we absolutely need to be thinking about this one game at a time, but also winning every game at a time and winning out right now. But that being said, um, it's imperative that you – you really 
understand yeah. and believe that you can win right now. Well, you know, it's funny. You talked about that AFC North uh, coming up this week. Somebody's got to lose. I mean, somebody's got to lose because, you know, you got the Ravens playing, uh, going to the Steelers. And, of course, we're going to uh, Cincinnati. So somebody, so all we need to do is win. If we win, and uh, obviously uh, looking at the Ravens and the Steelers, then our chances should go up a little bit. But we just can't lose. we got to keep winning. Hey, well, do you think the, the defensive performance that we saw against the Texans, do you think that is – the chemistry improving or is it just solely that was a bad team and can they build on that going into Cincy? I, I think they can build on it. Uh, that was a bad team, but you could just see them running around, flying around, uh, making tackles, everybody coming to the ball. You know, what's really, really unfortunate that we lost uh, Taki Taki. Yeah. I mean, because Taki Taki, obviously uh, we need him in the middle of that defense. He's a quarterback of that defense uh, playing the uh, Mike, position and now uh you know did we hear anything is he is he is we're he, gonna hear for the mri today but it looks like he could be lost for the season boy that could be a big blow stuff. that could be a big blow yeah that's absolutely a big blow with some of the other injuries to anthony walker yeah. on top of that that we've talked about yeah. each week with that hey but dave to, to to your question heck yes you could build on it and i actually love where we're at to hanford's point whether it's Baltimore and Pittsburgh playing this week, us and Cincy with the Battle of Ohio going on. In December, end of the year, divisional opponents, teams you know, but even more importantly, the second time we've played this team. So we played Cincinnati earlier in the year on Monday Night Football. This is when the chess match um, of football really starts, the X's and O's. Yeah, we call it analytics on some things, but it's really, it's really game planning right now. And I, we talked after the first game about uh, another awesome win by the Browns. The Browns have had Joe Burrow's number. We've had four wins against them. Joe Burrow, uh, for his uh, issues against the Cleveland Browns, is the antithesis against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bengals have beaten the Chiefs uh, three times in 2022. And the last four times against the Browns, they've lost. But... So much of the X's and O's and the, what happened in that first game. And Joe Burrow on, on third and one to four, which they had three to five times in that first game, um, the Cleveland Browns did a really nice job. Joe Woods, a lot of flack he's been taking, but he had a really good call of doing a lot of 2D 500 yeah, man yeah, yeah. on the Bengals in the yeah, first game. Yeah. And it really got them and got some good uh, change of possessions for us really want to run the ball against uh, that type of defense. Um, it would be interesting to see the chess match of do the, do the Bengals stay with that type of uh, offensive philosophy? Does Joe Woods change up? There's going to be a lot of give and take, and watch, watching that early will be really imperative to how the game materializes. You know what? I can't wait. I can't wait for the matchups. I can't wait for the matchups. But let me tell you why. Now, when I'm talking about the matchups, I'm really talking about the matchups, uh, their wide receivers against That's our ours. defensive backs. Because when you look at our Bring defense, it on. when you look at our defensive backs right now, our corners, you see guys playing with a lot of confidence. For instance, you see Emerson out there. He's not only just uh, 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 shutting down pretty much the wide receivers, but he's talking, doing talking. it. He's talking. You wanted Mike smack. Evans two he's weeks ago. Well, he played smack. another game yesterday. Doing Newsom. Did you watch Newsom. him yesterday? 
every single time he made a play. Denzel Ward, man, he's covers. got his fingers up in the air. No, 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 not on my watch, not yeah. on this side. Denzel playing well on that side. So we got three guys right now that are playing at the top of their game, but they're gonna have to because when you look at the other side over Which, there, they just got Chase back. Chase they're back. No, yeah. they, Boyd they got, and Boyd, Higgins. They got Higgins. So and plus they got Burles at quarterback who is throwing that thing. Now the Bengals, you can say what you want to say. They still can run the football too. Now with those guys, with their running attack coming and their passing attack coming out of the backfield, it's going to be a chess match just like you talked about and I can't wait to get a front row seat and yeah. watch this a thing. chess match and I believe a physical chess match too because the last game was we out physical them at the line of scrimmage they tried to throw the ball excessively and when you have those three wide receivers and yeah. Joe Burrow that you can't be faulted for probably overthrowing and stuff but they got they lost the game. They got a little a lot of flack for it. And then the next week after that Monday night game, they came out and ran the ball excessively the following week. So I really think from a Browns perspective, if I'm trying to be Nostradamus and check the future and see what the Sunday game plan is going to be, I'm really going to be um, having my antennas up for a little more run game in that third and two to four range because last time they overthrew it and weren't successful with that. Bernie, you have to like Burroughs. I Let me tell Burles. you why. <laughs> Unfortunately, you, I love him. Do you guys play. see him, the confidence that he show you at his press conference? He's saying right now with their football team, it's December. And the teams, their football team, he said they play their best in November and December. And they're ready to go. They don't care who they're playing. And, boy, they're coming off a high, too, because you know it. Anytime you play the Kansas City Chiefs and you beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, they're ready. But I know Gabby. Hey, Joe, I, Joe. I know Gab is all mad at me because I'm jumping all over her. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I got to say, though, on the Joe Burrow, on the Joe yeah, Burrow confidence, though, the Joe Burrow confidence. I just get goosebumps talking yeah. about this game, Gab. I'm well, sorry. Hey, yeah, his, this is your show. His, okay. This is your show. I'm just taking it back. So let's go where you want to go with it. And actually, I mean, Hanford, because, we, we, could, we could put you on the spot. Because you know what, Gab? Yeah. I want to get down. <laughs> I, I got a few plays to me this week. I want to bump around. Right now, I got he's a standing few plays he's, in he's standing up. He's got his right foot back. Okay, are you taking the snap? Are you taking? That's mine. That's my bad mechanics. Well, I couldn't get the chair out the way, so that's what happened. I, that's why I had the right foot back. Well, let's talk about See, it. See, my then. footwork is, yeah. is off like Deshaun's too. We both need to work on that right now. Since since we got you know we're looking at Chase, and obviously they looked really good against the Chiefs. Just snuck out a win against them last night. Um, what can we do to shut him down, Hanford? If you're all jazzed up about defense, you know what? And and I'll say this, Gab, Bernie, you guys. I, I was I was surprised at how well he played last night. Chase coming back. Because 97 yards. Oh, yeah. his seven I, I was, catches, 97 yards. He hasn't played yeah, because in a month and a half. Wasn't it a hip injury? Yeah, hip. And, and hips are, I mean, that's a tough, tough injury to come Heck back yeah. off. And I was surprised. To have his fluidness, yeah. to have his get up, to have his quickness, and still I, have that physicalness about him. That was that was awesome from an individual standpoint to watch, but from a Browns perspective, I, you, don't, you don't want to see that well, that <laughs> awesome of talent coming in coming in there. And to way. answer your question, uh, Chase is a guy. Uh, you know, we have our guys. We have Emerson. We have uh, Newsom. We have guys that want the challenge. But Chase is a guy that says, "Bring the challenge." You guys think you can cover me? You come okay. on. I'm ready to go. So, and and I'm telling you. 
Burroughs and all those guys, they're going to look just like you said. They're going to look and see how we defended them last time we played them. Yeah. So you talk about those goosebumps. It's you talk about those goosebumps. I got them driving through my my couple Kosar shirts yeah. right now, yeah. man. Because I love those three receivers and Joe Burrow, like I, we keep talking yeah. about for the Bengals. But yeah. got to say, and not trying to be a homer, but Denzel Ward has, has done the best against Chase. Absolutely. Chase as anybody in his career. He had the 99-yard pickoff mm-hmm. last year, uh-huh. last year to set the tempo against it. Um, yesterday, he almost undercut and made another interception on it. Chase Chase hasn't had his g- good games mm-hmm. against the Browns, and Denzel's had his number. I love how you talk about Emerson and his confidence and how he keeps budding and stuff. Greg Newsom had a couple nice plays yesterday. I mean, these are the type of games where, as players, you really got to embrace yeah. and live for. Yeah. And I actually think from, from the standpoint of what happened yesterday and what's been happening, that... This this has a chance to galvanize us because this is this is a make or break game. And I, I feel bad saying that because the great Marty Schottenheimer used to always say you're never it's not a, a must win unless you're mathematically um, eliminated. And we're not mathematically eliminated yeah. with, a, with a loss yeah. um, on this Sunday. But realistically, with uh, if the Bengals go to nine and four and we go to uh, five and eight. Um, that's that's going to put it probably a dagger in our playoff lives. Well, and the good thing about it, we can control pretty much every – well, kind of control everything because we play all three teams in our division. Again, talking about Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and obviously we played Cincinnati yeah, hey, this week. It's a, so. it's a tall yeah. order. It looks like an uphill climb. We, last week was a 4.8% uh, stat to, to basically win out right now. I, I don't want to live in the past, but I, I go back to – pull out my Super Bowl ring, the 1993, where us Cowboys, we had to win out from Thanksgiving on through the Super Bowl. It seemed impossible. It seems impossible now. It starts this week, though. This is this is almost a Super Bowl-type playoff game well, for our Browns this week. Hanford, if there was one – put your cleats on for a second here. If you have to guard one of those <laughs> Bengals wide receivers, which one are you picking? Big dog. Chase, Higgins, Boyd. Big dog. I got to take the top dog over there. Top dog, yeah. I won't chase. You know, I want want the top dog while I'm sitting over here uh, on the uh, Bernie Kozar show with Hanford Dixon with the Diet Dr. Pepper with my my nice uh, mug right here. Thanks to uh, Hanford Dixon. Yeah, let's get our look, Christmas. You see that look hey. she gave me when I say thanks. Thanks to Gab. Hey, hey so uh, the, uh, the, the give out the mugs. You know, oh. we're gonna be donating some of our yeah. stuff to uh, charity yeah. at coastar19.com and the big play uh, merchandise stuff. But hey, to the Dr. Peppers and the side that probably doesn't fit to the podcast. Somebody won a hundred thousand dollars this weekend throwing uh, footballs at uh, one of the bowl games. And yeah, Dr. sponsored it. Yeah, there was a little ruckus going on because I guess the girls tied and they had a um, uh, they had something where they said they had uh, they gave it to one girl because they didn't have time to do a overtime throwoffs to see who really won the hundred thousand dollars. So wow. Dr. Pepper uh, got Decided. a little flack, so they said, hey, we, get- we better give both girls yeah. this so they're doing it. <laughs> I love it. But I it reminded it. me, because about 10 years ago, I did it at the Orange Bowl. They had a million-dollar million dollar throw and on, on, on a Saturday night game at the, at the Orange Bowl. And they had me uh, coach up the, uh, the guy who's going to throw. Before the throw, yeah. 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 So uh, for a day, I went to throw with him. 
God bless the dog. <laughs> I love him, and if you're if you're listening, I love you. But you couldn't throw a lick, okay? So to have coached him up for a, a day, and then to see him uh, to see him come up and win, and come up and win and win the million was yeah. kind of cool. And him yeah. and his wife were going crazy. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love him. And she's like, and the, the wife is all excited, and she goes like, man, I can't wait to divorce him now. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> Oh, man, you guys were talking about goosebumps for this game. Let's let's bring it on back. Yes, yeah, circle us back in there, Bernie, all right? Take us back to the 80s, because that, that was a different time for the AFC. Uh, for the younger listeners out there who, who only know the AFC North as it stands right now, what, what was the division like back in the 80s? You had the Bengals going to two Super Bowls. You had you whooping the Steelers' butt. What, what was it like back then? Well, let me just say that the Bengals only went to one Super Bowl when I was playing, and that was the year I was hurt. <laughs> he was okay. hurt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Battle of – I love the Battle of Ohio. I mean, it was the AFC Central then, but basically it's the AFC North um, as today. Because Steelers, Houston was in. Yeah, and, and Houston, and yeah. Houston was a massively physical, tough team, uh, almost like the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, it's very similar in terms of the toughness of today. Um, just like uh, like it was 35 years ago. I loved, I really loved it. Being a boy growing up in Ohio, the Battle of Ohio, um, I wa- used to watch, really show my age, the Brian Sype, yeah, Kenny Anderson yeah. and stuff. So for, for me to go against the great Boomer Esiason, and not to talk smack, but to, for us to have come out on the top end of that, more so than that, and to, to really be able to beat them a lot and, and play games against them. And, and one of the things... When we played a couple of really big games against them, like we had a win in um, 86, 87. We had to go down there, and if, yeah. if we won the game, we yeah. won the division. Yeah. And you go there, and, and on special games, um, there's certain things you want to do to make a point, whether you're a young quarterback or even like Deshaun, not that he's a young quarterback, but it's his second game coming back. You want to make statements early in these big games. I wanted to make statements early in these big games. And... Um, to let my not not only to people said you wanted to make stuff early to show the opposing team, to show the fans, to quiet them down. No, actually, I wanted to make statements early to show my teammates, to show my players, I'm here, mm-hmm. that I'm ready for today. The stage isn't too big for me, and that this is our day. And I'd like to see that type of attitude from Deshaun and our our kind of our veteran guys coming out this week. That kind of attitude of taking it to them early in this game yeah because i remember boy you take me way back there with that aoc central uh obviously uh, the Bengals were a big part of that and i remember uh, we played a boomer size and uh, i'm gonna call some names out uh, james brooks uh, uh icky woods, woods. Uh, uh eddie brown uh, downtown eddie uh, brown uh, from uh, the u uh, uh, chris collinsworth who is uh, a God, he's very good would... friend of mine yeah, right now we love him we I, love I, I mean it was just classic and you know it we had classic battles against those guys and that's what it kind of feels like uh this week uh it kind of feels like uh you, you know because those games like you said when we played them the game was really important because mm-hmm. it was gonna who was gonna take the division that was and, actually one of my games yeah. where i if we could pull some of those old highlights yeah. out <laughs> start of the first play of the game hey, gab sleeping over there man stuff. you know you we know, gotta wake her up over there. <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to not get copyright infringement okay <laughs> okay, I'll look okay. Into, I'll look into it. okay you help protect us from ourselves yeah. thank okay. you very much okay <laughs> 
I don't know. If we got busted, I'd have to sell a lot of Bernie merch and hand oh, yeah. makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't, well, don't, don't show us. We don't want to see it. <laughs> and for, were there any particular wide receivers back in the day against the Bengals that you just didn't like going up against or someone you just knew you were going to dominate? Well, I, one well, they thing were they, I, I, I'm not going to say I knew. Hey, I before gonna, you answer that, before yeah. you answer, let me just say yeah. to we uh, not saying because top dogs here. Yeah, you're phenomenal. Yeah. And I don't like to give the Bengals yeah. sometimes credit. Yeah, they were they were a oh. damn good offense oh, they back were good then offense. too. They were I, they were loaded you. too. They that's, had they had weapons like today to like today. That's why I'm not gonna. That's why I wasn't gonna say I knew I was gonna dominate them, but right, we they knew were good. we knew that we had to be at the top of our game against those guys. Because I'm telling you, Boomer was throwing darts, and those guys. Hey, and it, Eddie Brown was fast. I mean, he was fast. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. Not very fast, but crafty with the ran the. Oh, I mean, his routes were just right on. You think uh, when you look at Cooper, Cooper could run some routes? I'm telling you, Chris Collins. Chris Collinsworth could run some routes. Hey, and you know what's interesting about those '80s games and stuff? The Cincinnati Bengals offense in the '80s was almost similar yeah. to the Cleveland Browns yeah. offense of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome running the ball. Yeah. Odd Boomer with the play action fakes. The run, the offensive line going downfield on the play action passes, um, good, good uh, ball fakes, uh, receivers running two man and three man routes with seven and eight men protecting and stuff. Very similar to, and we talk about how the games changed, but really the 1986, 87, 88 Cincinnati Bengals offense was eerily Clicking. similar to the 2022 yeah. Cleveland Browns offense in terms of the philosophical belief of how to run the ball, play action pass, bootlegs. So let's get into this game. You guys have already had the we talked about the rust of Deshaun Watson. Bernie, if we get into a situation where we need a shootout, do you think Deshaun will be ready for that? Okay, that's 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 going to be a tough one right now. That's <laughs> yeah. really going to be a tough one. And the points thing right now is really going to be an issue because um, we saw that we were really rusty. We saw that Cincinnati's getting better. I really <laughs> Can he get it out the dirt? Well, <laughs> that was just a joke. No, yeah. no, but I mean that is something that's going through your head right now as a quarterback. I would. It's I, his feet. You got It's his feet. Yeah. It's his feet, but also it's the mental, the mental side of it. And when you're able to, you know, when you're having to make ten decisions in one point seven to yeah. two point two seconds, yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting here today without nobody running me over and no threat of getting killed. I could, I could do that calmly. But when you're out there during the game and you haven't done it in those 700 days, um, those people coming after you and you're making those 10 decisions in 1.7 to 2.2 seconds on a, uh, on a three-step drop, inherently they don't mesh up and you don't have your rhythm together with yeah. it. Yeah. Hopefully, um, I needed, bluntly, more than one preseason game. I needed more than one kind of big game to get my timing there. From watching Deshaun this past Sunday, 
Um, I wish I wasn't saying this, but it looks like he needs more game time to get up to the level of speed that he wants of himself that we will see from himself. Over time, we will see, I believe, an awesome, great Deshaun Watson. I want to see it though on December 11th at 1 o'clock. That may be asking a lot. So that being said, off um, offensively, I think we're going to want to really scheme the game from the running physical side of it. Unfortunately, their defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, I always struggle with that name there, but he, unfortunately, he's doing a He's massive, doing a good job. He's doing a great yeah. job. They don't, yeah. The Bengals, they don't miss tackles. Yeah. They're good at tackling. They're real sound. They're athletic right now. So, really, he, he was only rushing three people at times against Patrick Mahomes this past Sunday. So, really seeing how he wants to go after Deshaun, but really... If the footwork is struggling, if the footwork, he doesn't feel comfortable with it, that rushing three that the Bengals did against Patrick Mahomes could be an issue um, in the game. Well, and also, too, you, you have to look at this, and you talk about just rushing three, and that's, uh, that's saying a lot when you have a lot of confidence, a lot of guys. You, they came up with the big, big sack on home on on him in the game Kansas City game and that when they were only rushing three, three. guys so and here here's was the third down or fourth down I think it was so they're doing was, a, they, were, they, they did it on third and yeah. fourth but what I really and into that defense they're rushing three they're looking like they're rushing four but they're rushing three they're spying that fourth guy on the QB they spied him yesterday on Patrick Mahomes they absolutely I believe will spy the guy on Deshaun Watson because um, one of the things when you're struggling with your throw, and I didn't have this luxury because I, I sucked at running. I was so slow and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Deshaun has wheels. He yeah. ran seven times for 21 yards yeah. um, um, Sunday. And he started running more in the second half when the reality happened that he was that, that not throwing the ball good. So I actually think through the course of this week, when push comes to shove, he's going to resort to his legs, resort to his wheels uh, sooner than he did last week. The Bengals, again, uh, unfortunately, their D coordinator, Lou, is a smart guy. He's probably going to anticipate that. He had great success against the great Patrick Mahomes. I look for some of that three, uh, uh, three guys rushing with the fourth guy spying Deshaun and then playing coverage behind him because – if you're not accurate with your throws, that's yeah. also a way to get picks. And, and that's another thing why it killed me today when you look at a lot of the players, why they feel like uh, they could play one preseason game and be ready to go. Uh, like you, I, I, I wanted to play all four preseason games because it, wanted, had it, it had to because it got me ready to go for the regular, regular season. And obviously we're seeing the effect that it's having on him right now, but this was just his first game coming into the uh, – Coming into the season, yeah. So, Hanford, flip it to the defensive side. Cleveland's won 8 of 9 against the Bengals. 4-0 versus Joe Burrow, a very, very good quarterback. How did the defensive backs keep that streak going? 5-0, and Hanford. Let me tell you something. Don't think Joe Burrow don't have that at the back of his mind right <laughs> yeah. now. I guarantee you. He got he, that in the back, the concussed <laughs> middle, and the front. He has mind. that in the back of his mind right now. I tell you what, when you look at it, Joe Wood's going to have to come up with a hell of a scheme. I mean, he's going to have to come up with a hell of a scheme, a little bit of what we've uh, done in the past against them and something new because obviously they're watching film just like we are. But but it all starts up front with Miles Garrett, Clooney, and those guys. What they have to do is they have to put some pressure, get to Joe Burrow. But 
what you have to do with those three guys that we have, plus we have a fourth one in Greedy Williams that we could bring in, who I think also is a pretty good cover guy. You have to man those guys up front, and then you have to protect them over the back end. Let them know that they could be really, really aggressive um, in that uh, in that uh, one to twenty-five yard area, knowing that if they go deep, you got the possibility of a safety over top of you. And I think if we do that, I think we can probably uh, help those guys out a little hey, bit. And yeah, and on top of helping that, it absolutely helps the back end of the defense yeah. when the front end is getting pressure. And again, Joe Woods yesterday, uh, for the uh, more times yesterday uh, against Houston, he did. Miles Garrett was in the middle of uh, the pass rush at times yeah. over the nose, to, over the center. Um, you had Miles moving, you had Clowney moving around. So you're getting different looks on the front to kind of free up, free up these guys on the weaker um, offensive linemen that. Uh, that the other team has. And I have to give props to Miles. I mean, Miles is pretty much an old school guy because you know today the way these guys are, if they hurt a little finger or something, you know, they don't want to play or they're going to go to the bench. Miles is in there with a hurt shoulder and he is kind of banging it out, man, just just trying to give it everything that he has. So that's kind of old school right there. So I got to give props to him. Old school dominance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, talking old school Trash talk. I don't know if you saw Jamar Chase in that game against the Chiefs. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike conduct. There's going to be some chirping back and forth in this game. Hanford, as a, as a DB, how did you respond when you had trash talk from the wide receivers, and how do you think these kids are going to do? You know what you need to do to Jamar Chase? You need to walk up to him and try to sneak, and without the uh, officials, you can't get a penalty, but you need to hit him upside his head. Hit him upside his head and then talk, and then talk. Get in his ear. That's talk. really old-school yeah, coaching yeah, right there. Let me just hey, walk up behind him and whop him and upside dog. the head. And, 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 All right. But you can't let the officials see you because you, don't, you can't hurt your team with a 15-yard penalty. There was, there was but what you have to do is you have to talk sh- I'm going to say shit. Say it, man. You say got it. to talk shit to him. I mean, constantly and let him know, not today, baby. Yeah. Not today. It's going to be a long day for your today. Hey, there, there was way less cameras. Yeah, back yeah, when we, were we didn't have all those cameras. Yeah, so. I'm, not, I'm not proud of saying this, but we really did have a rule. If you didn't oh, get caught. That's right. If you didn't get caught, if they didn't yeah, see it, yeah. it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they give, a, they give a penalty today for talking smack. I mean, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> all right. Uh, looking at this game, gut feeling, how do you think it's going to play out? Oh, man. Oh, you want the truth? Let's look at some bets first. We'll get to the okay, truth. Okay, it's okay. Time for some big play bets. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, sports gambling coming to Ohio. Be here before you know it. Download the app now to get ready. Receive $150 in free bets by clicking on the link, that typical link within the show clips that we put out throughout the week. We'll have custom bets for Bernie and Hanford. Bet along with the Bernie Kozar Show with Hanford Dixon, starting with that free $150. Download the typical app, make a deposit, get ready for January 1st. We are almost to legalize betting in Ohio. Here we go. All right, let's look at our one, three, five-star bets. Okay. Let's kick it off with the one-star. We've got Dolphins minus one and a half at the Chargers. I can tell you, yesterday, um, 
Tua had came back to reality up in, in Frisco and stuff. But boy, the Chargers, um, Chargers have been disappointing they this have. year. They really have been disappointing yeah. and stuff. And it's almost, um, you know, that you, you really kind of start separating yourself at this yeah. time of the year and stuff. And um, I, I think the Dolphins are for real. And I think the Chargers, as much as uh, Justin Abert is is an amazing young quarterback, and I love him. I think the Dolphins are for real and the Chargers are, are going the wrong way. I think McDaniels and his crew, I agree with you. I think what they're going to do is they're going to get together, they're going to go over that film, they're going to look at what happened against San Francisco yesterday, and I think they're going to correct everything. I think uh, I think they're a much better team than what they showed yesterday. I, I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. San Francisco's a really good uh, uh, rush, stopping the rush defense, and we know that uh, San Diego. What a shame by the LA yeah. Chargers. Yeah, what a shame by against. Jimmy G. Oh gosh, uh, yeah. I mean, can you have any worse luck than this guy? I mean, he's he. I, I think he broke. Did he break his? his broke his foot. I think. Foot? Yeah, he's yeah. out. Oh, that's terrible. All right, no, let's move on. Their third quarterback, Purdy, came Oh, in. he did. From <laughs> he Iowa did. State. I, uh, he really was impressive for a rookie quarterback. Was like, he? That, the throw with that sense of timing. And have, he had Was actually, he Mr. Revelant or something? Was he the, like the last draft pick or something? Uh, oh, Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah, Mr. Revelant. Was he the guy? Yes. Uh, I'm not sure about I that. I think but he, he was the last the, draft pick, I want to say. Well, the, his confidence and actually Played well. his pocket presence. Played well. His footwork in there was he, impressive the way he was. Was making he, throws. he played extremely well. All right, let's look at the three-star Ravens minus four and a half at Steelers. Talking about injuries with Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you don't make this easy, do you? But I, I, I it's I, a tough I, one. I, I have this one. I have this one. I have this one. I have it. They're playing in Pittsburgh, and uh, the Ravens had trouble scoring yesterday. I think the game ended up ten nine. Was the final score? I'm going to go with uh, Steelers right now. I tell you, Pickett and company, they're kind of a little bit on a roll, and they're at home, so I'm going to have to go with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I want to see, again, both teams lose. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm really impressed. It's like a, maybe a tie? Yeah, because yeah, that's the <laughs> I'm really impressed with, again, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. You know, for a team that was supposed to be yeah. dead and not winning games, yeah. to be pulling out games like this um, – I actually think this Lamar Jackson and, and the contract signing is there's some, something's going on in Baltimore that's not mm-hmm. um, Nirvana or Utopia right now. Him getting hurt a little bit, but um, um, you know, like we picked, uh, like we picked, uh, or I picked uh, Baltimore to win, but I thought they were given too many points yeah. the other day. I actually think same with Pittsburgh this week. Okay. Kenny Pickett looking way better than I thought he was going to look. He is. He is. He can, he can throw it. All right, five-star. Before we get into the five-star, according to the typical app, Bengals have a 68% probability of beating the Browns. Do you think that's accurate? I don't think so. I, Good. I, 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 I don't think so. I, I, I think uh, the Browns right now, they got a uh, jolt of energy with uh, their new quarterback, even though he didn't – play extremely well yesterday, but I think this team uh, defensively have stepped it up a little bit. Obviously, special teams uh, with the 76 yards. I think it was 76 yards. 76-yard punt return. Punt return for a touchdown. Boy, was that a beautiful Beautiful. run. Fantastic. I I, I didn't know he was that fast. I mean, he Mm -hmm. pulled away from everybody. So uh, uh, We got our burner. So the five-star bet is the Browns at Bengals over under 48 points. Hey, so the – 
the optimistic Homer in myself absolutely wants to, like I talked last week, I want to be galvanized by Deshaun coming back, galvanizes its December two-game winning streak, Battle of Ohio, getting our third game and stuff. That part of me is where my mind is going to stay this week. But the reality of it, the factual side of the football side of it, the Bengals are a loaded team right now, and we need to we need to really, from a Deshaun perspective, um, it's really uh, probably unrealistic for us to expect perfection from him, but to to hopefully in this one game get some of the kinks out so that he can make that uh, big jump because you're going to need a big offensive jump in this game on Sunday at one o'clock to play play with the Bengals right now. Given the way their defense is so sound, the way their uh, their offense is so loaded. You can't really bank on on the Bengals really struggling again for the fifth time in a row against us. No, and I think uh, offensively, I think we're going to get that joke. What you're talking about with, uh, I think Chubb is going to run the ball extremely well. I think uh, Deshaun can't play, uh, um, he, he can't play any worse than what he played uh, yesterday. So I think he's going to play a lot better. Uh, I just think uh, the Browns, I think our defense – going to step up to the plate I think we're gonna I think the Browns are gonna take this one out now 48 points is a lot of points but I think I'm gonna go with the over yeah so I'm always a, the big over guy yeah. and if I don't like the over I yeah. say don't bet it but yeah. this is a tough this is <laughs> yeah. a tough one I think yeah. to be an over because I actually think that Deshaun's going to use his legs more. I believe we need to run the yeah. ball more. Yeah. And I think if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals and I take out a, take something out of the last game, the last couple times we've played, we have got, we have not run the ball enough against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. So I think that they also need to run the ball more. So I think that could possibly slow the game down. And um, um, our defense has done a pretty good job of keeping people out of the end zone and stuff. So – um, that may not be conducive to all those points. Unless we run at them. Unless run, they run at us. Run right at us. <laughs> yeah. And that's not, and that hasn't been yeah, their MO. Right, right. So they Unless have to change their If MO. they run at us, they get yeah. us, you know. Hey, speaking of our defense, uh, we did have a, a little tune here for you and special teams. We got to work this in somehow from our, from our last game. Uh-huh. But uh, just had to sneak that in. Angry Ken sent that over for us today. The tune, oh. the tune of the day. I love it. So we'll be looking for hey, that. Uh, thank you, Angry Ken, again. for sending that over and taking credit for it. But can we give a shout out to Ted Crow and how <laughs> awesome he is at that? I really get off on his artistic <laughs> expertise. Did good he, job, Ted. Good job, brother. Ted, good yeah. job. <laughs> did he give you something today, Bernie, or was that something else? Huh? What's we, that? We gotta get we gotta get something in. I want to get Ted a, a to print give me of those. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go. <laughs> I'll check this out for your holidays. We'll huh? have to get some some uh. actual prints of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to Ted. Cool. Well, how about we move into our two minute warning, guys, and we can round out our thoughts and look ahead, do whatever you want. Stand by. Two-minute warning, and what I love about December, it doesn't really matter how you look. It doesn't matter what you say. It only matters what the result is. Somehow, some way, at 4 o'clock on Sunday, December 11th, I want to see A.W. from our Cleveland Browns. What I'm going to jump off on, I'm going to start, I'm going to say congratulations to Ted Ginn and uh, Ted Ginn Sr. 
and his uh, Good stuff, his man. football team. I, I tell you what, they they won. This is the first time, isn't it? Hey, for the f- yeah. Ted Ginn for Glenville to get yeah. for all those years for the first time yeah. for a Cleveland inner city school yeah. to be state champions and a dominant state champion for. Not only for winning the state championship, what he does, what yeah. he's done for decades yeah. with the young men and, and young people in the community. God bless him. Yeah, and if you listen to him talk about it, I mean, he became very emotional. I mean, he really did. So it meant a lot to him, but it meant a lot to those kids and uh, the things that he do and for those kids and, and, and for that football team is just outstanding. So congratulations to you guys. You deserve it. Yeah, you know, Coach Coach Ted. You know, I I, I was um, I was um, honored to to uh, when I got to meet him back in the uh, late '80s and stuff. He, um, I went to speak over at uh, at Glenville, and he's um, I went in there and there's like maybe twelve, thirteen hundred kids mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and I go, Coach. I mean, I thought there's supposed to be a few thousand people here, and he goes, um, um, this young man came up to me and he goes, you know, uh, Bernie. Or Mr. Kosar, I didn't know that people like you cared about people like wow. us, and that really affected yeah. me to see for yeah. young kids at that that yeah. age to have uh, that kind of mm-hmm. um, feeling, that self-esteem mm-hmm. issue, and to be able to come up and say that you're making a difference, and you're be able to talk to us and and show them a pathway to success. And Coach Ginn's been always there doing that, and I remember me and him actually donating the money to build the first mm-hmm. weight room yeah. at Glenville and to see yeah. 30-some years later it, it come into a, a, a state championship like that and all the young men that he's helped over the years. I mean, God, just God bless for that. That shows you what's really important. And We talk about community at the core here in, in Ohio and stuff and what we mean to each other. Ted Ginn is really part of the community. He is the community. Well, big dog, we got to get ready for a uh... – Big game this week, but again, as usual, great show. Let's bring a W home. Let's bring a W home. You matter. Go Browns.